0: I learned very quickly that uh, women wear sunscreen almost every day, and I was, like, really surprised <laughs> to hear that. But I kind of felt like, oh, I, yeah, I, I cared. I just didn't know. I just had never heard that before. And so now I'm, like, all in. I want to make sure I take care of myself. She came back with a counter argument that was, well, the sun doesn't discriminate, and these are just skin cancer. Mm-hmm. So she got him to wear it, and I ended up starting to wear it more often.
1: Eliana Goldstein is trying to educate men on the importance of something they
2: never knew they needed, sunscreen. To help more men wear sunscreen, we need to have a full team behind it. Mm. I'm Sarah Fenske. This is St. Louis on the
1: Air. A study by St. Louis University researchers last year found that head and neck melanoma among younger people rose significantly in recent decades by 51%. The incidence was higher among males than females. The researchers pointed to that discovery as something to consider in future prevention campaigns. For Eliana Goldstein, that's a business opportunity. The St. Louis residents' new company is called Get Mister, and it aims to connect men with a product that could save their lives and their faces. And she joins us today to tell us about it. So Eliana Goldstein, welcome to the show.
2: Hi, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Yes, thank you for joining us. And and frankly, the idea of sunscreen for men, this sounds so <laughs> simple. What, what made you realize this was a problem that actually needed some attention?
2: Yeah, well, you know, growing up, this was definitely on the forefront of my mind. I have grown up with two parents for uh, as physicians, my father is a family physician um, looking at tobacco cessation. Um, and then my mother is a skin cancer surgeon and dermatologist. So, so this a whole was lot really of public health in your family. A lot of public health. And so, but, you know, while I had this great, you know, system, and at age 13, I started wearing a moisturizer and tinted foundation, and it had SPF inside or sunscreen. My brothers, who were both older, th- they didn't start wearing something, mm-hmm. and so even from an early age, it was very apparent. And then, you know, even more so now that the the things that are out there for men just aren't um, serving them. And we know that when you wear sunscreen every day, you're reducing your risk of skin cancer by 40%. Hmm. It is interesting. When I
1: talk to people, just friends casually <laughs> about the fact we're doing this segment, women were all like, oh, yeah, sunscreen. Of course, I wear course. it every day. And men are like, yeah. I actually don't wear sunscreen. And if anything, they were almost a little surprised to realize like, yeah, you're right. What what do you think it is where men think of this so differently, even your own brothers growing up in a home where this this was taught?
2: Well, what we've seen and what data has shown us is that a majority of the marketing campaigns to date have really focused on women Hmm. um, and tanning and tanning beds. And that is important, of course, but um, a lot of research shows that it's it hasn't talked about, you know, men don't talk about their skin as frequently, um, but they still have those same issues. And actually they perform even more poorly when they do get skin cancer. So they doubly need this protection. Uh, but when we talk to men, we hear actually, they're using something. It's a moisturizer or maybe an aftershave, but a lot of those products don't have sunscreen inside or they don't have a, min- a mineral sunscreen. Hmm. um and that's where we really saw like oh the, they are using something but it doesn't have sunscreen inside. And you said men perform
1: more poorly when they get a melanoma. They they have worse results with this sort of thing?
2: Yep, that's exactly right. And the causes behind that there's a, there's a couple of different studies out there, but inherently a lot of men don't realize like their their skin is thicker, they have more collagen, there's functional differences in the way that men and women's skin react to products, to the sun. Um, so they actually require specific products as well. Hmm.
1: So the sunscreen that I'm using, I can't just tell my husband, hey, you need to start using this. He would actually need something formulated differently.
2: And Exactly. And it's not that it's not that our sunscreen will necessarily, you can't use it if you're a woman. But what we've learned is... Um, men's skin tends to be a little bit more oily and prone to acne. So what we looked at is how can we create something that is just as protective as what you're using, but is a little bit lighter weight. Um, and and might be a little bit more enjoyable to use as well.
1: Hmm. Well, if you're a man, we're curious <laughs> to hear from you. Um, why don't you wear sunscreen daily? Or maybe you do. Maybe you've thought about why other men don't. We're curious to hear from you. You can give us a call at 314-382-8255. That's 382-TALK. Or you can send us a tweet at STL on air. Or you can email us at talk at stlpublicradio.org. So Eliana, you feel like you've solved this problem. Your company's name is Get Mr. But I understand in the name of this product, you're calling it The Daily.
2: That's exactly right. There's definitely a, a whole host of products out there focused on seasonal use or when you're at the beach, but this is really focused on something that we believe men would want to use every day because it has an aftershave, it's a face lotion, and a sunscreen all in one. Hmm. Now I
1: understand you're based in St. Louis, but you're not originally from here. What brought you uh, to to want to come here to do this, this startup from St. Louis?
2: Yeah. I'd actually only visited St. Louis once. It was with my father when I was touring schools uh, back a couple of years ago. And then when I was graduating um, in 2018 from UNC Chapel Hill in North Carolina, I was looking at programs that would provide me with some sort of experience that might make me um, more capable of one day starting a company. And I came across the fellowship Venture for America it's a two-year program for recent college graduates to go work in a startup or venture capital firm to really gain the foundational skill set of what it might take to one day start a company. But beyond that, you join this network of 200 young professionals who are also looking to maybe start a business or um, learn from a bunch of other really inspiring uh, individuals from across the country. So I I came to St. Louis through that program and have been here for the last two years.
1: So has St. Louis proven a good place to try to launch
2: a, a sunscreen for men? It's it's interesting. I as soon as I started working here, I actually um, noticed that there was just this abundance of resources that exists for young entrepreneurs like Arch Grants and I worked inside of Cortex and just saw Venture Cafe, all these different opportunities to build a business. Hmm. Uh, so in twenty eighteen I actually the first the first time we pitched what was I don't even think had a name for it at the time, but was at the Scandelaris um, women's networking event. They had an opportunity for someone to go up on stage. I was like, all right, we'll just see see what happens if we if we try pitching it out here. And from there it uh, it went well. <laughs> it yes, it, it went pretty well. It had enough to have a couple of people come up afterwards and be like, oh yes, I've You know, it was all women at the event, of course. They say like, oh, my husband, I really wanted to have something for him. Or he talks about, you know, not liking his current products. And then from there, we went on to pitch at One Million Cups through T-Rex. And then now I've joined a business accelerator through Venture for America. And Mm -hmm. so we're... We're still in St. Louis. We're getting the bottles here shipped in just a month. That's so
1: exciting. And yeah, there is so much of a startup culture here. I mean, it's kind of amazing. You don't realize till you're embedded in St. Louis, just how much energy there is in that scene. But I also find myself, I'm curious, you know, you talked before about how sunscreens are marketed to women. Are you marketing this one to women to buy for men? Because that is easier than getting men to actually realize what they need to
2: do so what we've realized with this product is that we know that it's not just a problem that impacts men it impacts fathers and mothers and partners and that really to make a difference and to help more men wear sunscreen we need to have a full team behind it Mm. um and so that's where we really you know it's a lot of times the spouse that is encouraging or the daughter who wants to see and wants to help um the misters in our lives you know be the best versions of themselves and a lot of men are looking for something that, you know, makes them feel good every day and, and is doing more for them, especially right now.
1: Interesting. So women are, are a valuable partner in this effort of reaching men. I want to go to the phone lines. Mike is calling from St. Louis. Um, Mike, hi, you're on St. Louis on the air.
0: Hi, thanks for taking me. Um, so you said that you wanted to hear from men, What? What? you know, why do we not wear sunscreen? Yes. And I wanted to respond to that. I appreciate um, it. Yeah. Um, uh, so for me, uh, I feel like more recently I had like a little more time, a little more money, and I wanted to care a little bit more about my looks and I learned quickly and that include like skincare and stuff. And I, I learned very quickly that, uh, women wear sunscreen almost every day. And I was like really surprised <laughs> to hear that. And I learned why. And I, was, I, I was just like, I think the attitude seemed to be like, Oh, well we, you know, like, um, moms or Anything like that would say, well, oh, we just thought men and boys don't really care about their skin or don't really care about their looks. But I kind of felt like, oh, I, yeah, I I cared. I just didn't know. I just had never heard that before. And so now I'm like all in. I want to make sure I take care of myself.
1: Well, that's great to hear. So, um, so Eliana, Mike sounds like the classic example of somebody who could be persuaded.
2: Mike we'd love to talk to you Um, but (laughs) what we've actually really truly I, I completely agree what we've learned over the last few years is people come to skincare for all sorts of reasons and it's a pretty personal decision you know why we put things on our face whether it's kind of like why we work out are we trying to meet a fitness goal or you know are we trying to fit into a pair of jeans whatever else whatever your reason is maybe you want to live a longer healthier life like All of those reasons are valid um, and we want to make sure that we're providing the right and accessible information along the way to help you meet those goals.
1: Well, Mike, thank you for that call. It's it's great to have the men's perspective here. Here we are talking about men and we are two women. And so it's good to hear from a real live man and Mike's journey. Hopefully, Mike, hopefully you'll be a role model for the other men out there listening. We also heard from Brandon on our St. Louis on the Air Facebook page, and he writes, this is a great idea. Um, but he adds, one wonders if some of the root cause of men not wearing sunscreen isn't fragile masculinity. That's what makes guys less likely to wear it. Maybe the way some men feel like that it's, it's wimpy to wear masks. This is a a thought I've heard expressed in some political arenas that men feel like they can't protect Mm -hmm. their face and still be a man. Is that possible, Eliana?
2: You know, what we're seeing, that's definitely possible, but what we're seeing in our conversations is that more and more men are looking for solutions that build, you know, something that's a healthier lifestyle that does more for them. And That's actually part of where the name Mr. comes from, because to be a Mr. means to do things that, you know, do more for you and take care of yourself. So you know that you're taking care of others for the long term and and all of these things come back um, to play so that that might be the case, but we're seeing more and more men that are open to it, that are looking for these types of products, just like we heard from Mike earlier, that they, you know, for appearance or for health um, in the long haul. Mm -hmm.
1: We also just got an email from Justin in Ferguson. He writes, five or six years ago, one of my daughters gifted me with a sample pack of products from Jack Black, including a lip balm and facial moisturizer, both of which are sunscreens and both of which I have largely used daily ever since because they're such pleasant products to use. I think that many men avoid products such as these because of our perception that skincare is more of a feminine need. Real men don't need moisturizer. It's interesting. There is this thought out there. Let's go back to the phone lines. Nelson is calling from St. Louis. Um, Nelson. And hi, you're on St. Louis on the air.
0: Hi. Um, So my girlfriend, when we first started dating, she said that she had to convince her dad to start wearing sunscreen. And his argument originally was that uh, because we're black, we don't need to wear it. And she Mm -hmm. came back with a counter argument that was, well, the sun doesn't discriminate and neither does skin cancer. Mm -hmm. So she got him to wear it and I ended up starting to wear it more often. And
1: that was five years ago. Well, Nelson, that, that's great to hear. And Eliana, I'm curious about that. We actually did hear from some other people on our St. Louis on the Air Facebook page who said, yeah, you know, I think somebody said, I'm Guatemalan, and, and so I don't have to wear it. Um, th- this idea that darker skinned people don't get skin care, is there truth to that?
2: I think there's, to some extent, an implicit bias among people who don't have darker skin to think, you know, oh, well, a tan protects you. Well, really tan only protects you with a certain SPF level of like maybe a three or a four. Um, and it is true if you have darker skin, your your rates and your likelihood of contracting skin cancer are significantly less, but they're not zero. Mm-hmm. And that it's very true that other issues like perhaps hyperpigmentation or skin discoloration or other things do result from UV or sunlight damage. Um, and so wearing a sunscreen can actually protect from both skin cancer and other issues and so when we think about this I think one of the things we've really thought a lot about is how do we provide the information to make sure that people know to still be conducting skin checks and skin examinations and um, provide products that you know that we're looking at that can work because historically, most mineral sunscreens leave a what's a white cast or a white tint on people's skin because it's a white powder. So mm-hmm. it's looking at finding better products that can serve a wider audience and, again, helping whoever it is meet what their skincare goals are. Hmm.
1: Well, it's great to hear from some men who've, who've seen the light here, and it, it's great to hear <laughs> about this new product. In our last minute here, um, Eliana Goldstein, if people are interested in getting this product the daily, what's the best way they can get more information about doing that?
2: The best way is on our website, we have pre-orders available that will ship out in almost just a month's time. Um, They'll be shipping out here from St. Louis, Missouri. And then we also, if you're not quite ready to pre-order, we have a wait list as well where we're uh, launching our sweepstakes today. So if you go on our wait list, you have the chance to win one free year. Uh, of the daily product.
1: Okay, so you might want to check that that out. That's at uh, getmr.com, G-E-T-M-R.com. We'll also have that linked on our website, stlpublicradio.org. So Eliana Goldstein, thank you for joining us today. Thank you
2: so much for having us. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks.